everyone. Welcome to Pod Bangtan, where we watch Run BTS and talk about it after. I'm Polly, and I'm Katie, and we are two thirty-something armies who are going to be doing a Run BTS watchathon. What is it called when you watch? Why can I not remember any words right now? What's it called when you watch things in a row? Like readathon, watchathon. Stream it is watchathon. Watchathon. That's what I'm going for. Okay. What, watching marathon. <laughs> binge. Binge. Yes. Although I don't know if you'd really call it binging because we're no, doing this weekly. No, it's not binging. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we're it's usually like a TV marathon. Yeah, that's true. We're marathoning Run BTS. That is what we're doing on this podcast. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, Katie. Mm. Um. Before we dive fully into our favorite TV show of all time, um, how how big of a BTS fan are you? Okay, so yeah, a little background. Like I said, 30-something, I'm from the U.S., currently living in Italy, and I have been ARMY for one year now. So I have been aware of BTS for longer than that. Um, but I only started really listening to them about a year ago and very quickly became pretty hardcore army. Yeah. Cool. That's my story. What about you, Polly? I think we pretty much became army at about the same time. Yeah. I like that we're um, like asking each other about this. Like we don't already know. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I, as you say, Katie, you've introduced me to like, we, we were listening to Idol. Mm -hmm. Yes. Very basic, but we were listening to Idol back when it was out. And I think I only listened to it because it was featuring Nicki Minaj. And then obviously the pandemic hit and we watched Crash Landing together, which obviously had a BTS reference, which I found out after watching again. And then there was just so much time. And I think that was kind of after I think it sounds terrible from a coolness perspective but I think I really started my BTS journey from watching James Corden carpool karaoke with them I mean I think that is very standard and I was like who are these good-looking Korean guys yeah (laughs) I want to know more begin rabbit hole I also really started paying attention because of the James Corden content but for sure what like tipped me over the edge and made me become army was their um graduation 2020 performance oh yeah I just remember I mean... like actually feeling like I was free falling when I saw that <laughs> <laughs> like my soul left my body I think that seems like a very common occurrence for army actually yeah <laughs> like most armies their souls and their bodies are not together because <laughs> it just comes out of their bodies so many times yeah. from like every comeback and every um, release. But that's so true. I've since then watched Graduation 2020 a few times. Yeah, it's like my, it's one of like my bad day watches. <laughs> mm. like, yeah, I guess another thing that we should tell people is that we both work in public health. And so obviously the last year and change has been really difficult professionally because you know you're working in a pandemic um it's a lot of pressure a lot of high stakes and um I mean it the pandemic I think caused everyone a lot of like anxiety but at least for me I don't want to speak for you Polly but like at least for me I was 
feeling more pressure and anxiety at work every day and it was just so nice to have BTS like the ability to listen to BTS songs when I was having a stressful work day and then when I needed to unplug because um, obviously I couldn't work on COVID all day and then watch the news about COVID um, but instead to be able to watch something like run BTS was a gift I think. Yeah, it was a great escape. And actually, now that, well, hopefully things will get back to quote-unquote normal soon, um, I also found myself with more time than ever to watch things. Yeah. <laughs> um, like YouTube, like live concerts, like content generally. Like, I don't think I've ever spent as much time on YouTube as I have this entire, like, this entire year, I've watched probably more YouTube than my entire life. Um, yeah. So I've really absorbed. I just needed content that was fun, that was light, that was, you know, entertaining, but also like you can get absorbed into it as an escape. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really come. I mean, they say this a lot and I think I agree. They being, you know, people I've heard. Um, where K-pop or, you know, BTS in this scenario, like, finds you at a specific time. Mm -hmm. And I think, I'm sure loads of people became armies from the last year. Yeah. Um, obviously because of their, you know, big releases, but also just from the time aspect and, yeah. like, what you're craving in terms of content. Yeah. So, um, as B BTS, as Katie mentioned, we both love Run BTS. Um, what is it, Katie? Okay, so Run BTS is more or less a weekly variety show, which is essentially a game show. Um, and it is hosted by and starring the seven members of BTS. So basically, it's just like the most low stakes thing you can imagine. They're like these seven incredibly attractive, wealthy, successful men who are competing in a game of like musical chairs, like <laughs> it's like, it's just joyful. I mean, they just enjoy each other's company and interact in like a really funny way. And yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> yeah, and they've got real chemistry um, on screen. And I think this is also part of, and this is I think quite unique to K-pop more generally is that you kind of see these artists obviously on stage killing performances with crazy dance moves and choreo and visuals but then you also see the other side like their personalities and you see how they interact and I think generally I mean I can't speak for all armies but I would imagine um, most of them became armies from watching them in the shows like Run PTS and seeing the other non-performance side of them. Yeah, I mean, you and just think... said you became ARMY from Carpool Karaoke with James Corden. Like, that exactly. is their personalities. That's, yeah. So, there you yeah. go. Um, so, at the moment, um, obviously, Run BTS is still a show that's still running. So, we are dialing back the time, going back to the very, very beginning. There's about 141 episodes so far. Um, not sad, actually. Quite joyfully, I've watched all of them. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, preface, preface, like if you've never watched Run BTS or if you have, you know each episode isn't that long. Like they're 
no more than an hour. I've not seen an episode that's more than an hour. Yeah, and so early on, it, they're even shorter. Exactly. So if you're watching a Korean drama, like one episode is like an hour and a half. So you could probably squeeze in three or four uh, run BTF episodes into there. Um, Katie, how many have you seen? Yeah, I mean, I never did the full Run BTS rewatch that you did um, when we became ARMY. Um, but I did start watching, I think on your recommendation, Polly. So I would say I've, I've been watching their more or less weekly output for the last year or so. So I've probably seen a third of Run BTS, but not the old stuff. So this is going to be new for me. Awesome. And as I mean, if you're listening, you're probably an army already. You don't need me to tell you. It doesn't matter how many times you watch BTS content. It's still good. It's still good. I, I just can't. I can't even believe it. But like, I'm not. Katie and I have discussed this in the past. I don't rewatch things. That's yeah. just not something I normally do. But with BTS, like, obviously the new Butter music video, hashtag stream goals. Yeah. I've watched it so many times. Yeah, everyone, ARMY, if you're listening, pause this podcast, go stream Butter, and then come back. But don't watch them back to back. No. There are rules about how you get streaming. I'm sure you can find them on Twitter, etc. Okay, just so you're aware, obviously, this is Pod Bangtan. This is for you if you like BTS. Yeah. I think we talk about, obviously, we'll talk about every run BTS episode, but we also dive into like other things that we found through our army journey that have interested us. Um, things like parasocial relationships. Yeah. And Katie and I are both obsessed with MBTI, yep. which is a personality test. So we might talk about that. Um, obviously, BTS content and things happening in BTS world continues. I'm sure we'll pepper some of those things in. Um, anything else, Katie? Yeah, I think, um, so like you said, Polly, this is for fans of BTS, but also want to acknowledge like we have been ARMY for just over a year now um, and ARMY different, how am I going to say this? Like people are becoming ARMY all the time. So if you are a new ARMY, if you're baby ARMY, like you are welcome here. We we're baby army at one time as well and we're still learning so part of why we want to do this is so that we can like do this the history do the research learn about it ourselves we're not experts um yeah so come along for the journey you might not understand it the first time you listen but like as you keep listening you'll you'll get the hang of it so welcome to baby armies too that's all i'm saying <laughs> yeah i think we'd probably be like toddler primary children yeah. army <laughs> um if we were to go into levels um yeah. we're definitely not full-grown adult slash veteran armies yeah um by any yeah mean of the definition hopefully by the time we see bts in concert in person we will be full-fledged veteran armies by then i mean i feel like at the end of this podcast if you go through this with us if you watch run with us and have a conversation with us. Follow us on Twitter. Tweet at us if we get things wrong. If you are veteran army and you're like, what are they talking about? Like they got the name of that song completely wrong. Tell us, <laughs> tweet at us, send us a message. Um, be part of the conversation with us. And yeah, by the end of this, we will all know BTS better. All right, sounds good. So um, Katie, how does one watch 
this show because obviously run bts is not on netflix or maybe not yet mm. um yeah where where can we watch this how do we watch this show you can watch this show on either of two apps so the first app the one that started it all with bts and run bts is v live so this is a free app to download. It's free to make an account. And once you make an account, you can watch and stream all of these um, episodes on that app. Uh, the other app that you can use is Big Hit or Hybe's own in-house app called Weverse. I don't know much about Weverse, Polly. That is your area. Yeah, I mean, I think Weverse is a bit like BTS Twitter plus v live plus merch shop plus like a forum yeah because it's it's like multi like you know on on weverse bts post stuff they don't post elsewhere big hit whenever they announce anything they post like for example festa that's coming up they'll announce stuff on there um and then they'll there's obviously a link to the weaver shop which is technically a separate app where you can buy BTS merch and ARMY membership. I always um, check the merch because I really want that whale. <laughs> the tiny tan whale. I really want that it. always gets sold out. Yeah. Um, to be fair, most things in the BTS Weaver shop get sold out. Um, and then the other thing is there is like an opportunity for people to just generally post about BTS whenever. And that's where content that sometimes um bts members are known to check and respond to um because i think generally on twitter it's very much a one-way convo so they'll post stuff up and then other members might interact with the posts but they don't really respond to army posts very yeah. often yeah. um whereas on weverse um especially Young or v is known for spending time on weverse just responding to armies um before he sleeps usually because everyone goes why are you still awake and he's like because i'm talking to you guys okay i'll sleep now yeah and i guess run bts episodes are also on weverse but not all of them mm -hmm. so there are as if you want to go back and watch the old ones with us you'd have to watch it on v live speaking of which um katie tell us a bit about v live yes okay so guys come with me i have done a weird amount of research on v live <laughs> Um, okay, so VLive is a South Korean video streaming app used by celebrities to communicate with fans by doing live streams or sharing pre-recorded content. It is owned by Naver, which is the South Korean Google, and it was launched in August of 2015. So the very first BTS, Run BTS episode you'll see was published on August 1st, 2015. So that means BTS jumped in right at the beginning of VLive. Right. So if you go on VLive, which I'm sure you may or may not have by now after we've been talking about it, there's loads of stuff on there. Yeah. Like so many other K-pop groups. I know some K like Korean drama, a lot, some actors use VLive as well. Um, it's really hard to figure out like, how you join and what you're looking at. That's why I found at the beginning, I'm like, there's just information overload, like all these fan meetings and like all yeah. these random people I don't know, like, how does it work? 
Exactly. Um, so at the beginning, you were saying there's BTS. Were there other members, other, other groups as well? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's interesting um, how you pointed out, Polly. Like, one of the things that makes Live different from, like, YouTube is that there's a barrier to entry for Live. So with YouTube, you can just sign up to YouTube and start publishing videos. But with Live, you have to have a signed contract between yourself and Live. Um, oh. And that means um, there's like this authorization process that makes sure you're like, you know, a legit entertainer or whatever. Right. Yeah. So only authorized people can have channels on VLive. Ah. Yeah. So back to your question around were other groups as on top of VLive um, in 2015 as BTS were. Uh, so I did some research on this. And uh, it's not necessarily super easy to find, so I just identified some other groups who were active in 2015 um, that I could look, think of, and then tried to look at their activity to see when they started making videos. So guys, it's not very scientific. I wasn't a K-pop fan in 2015, so this isn't like, I didn't know this off the top of my head, I had to think through it. But the groups that I could think of um, were Got Seven, Big Bang, and Shiny, all of whom were kind of similarly active on VLive as BTS. They, if they didn't post on August 1st, then they at least posted on like the first couple days of August. Um, and then I think Got Seven in particular posted quite a bit even early on in um, in 2015. So Got Seven seemed to be early adapters of this as well. Um, other artists seemed like they had some pre-recorded content in the bank in July 2015, but took a couple months to start more actively engaging in the platforms. Those groups were EXO, Red Velvet, and ICON. So I don't know, well, I guess Shiny was in the other group more active on VLive, but there might have been something around SM groups taking a little bit longer to start engaging with the platform. Um, mm. But it did seem to me, from my very unscientific research, that the groups who really jumped on the VLive train at the very beginning were GOT7 and BTS. And they're friends. Yeah. I mean, Jungkook's best friend is Yu Gyum, yep. who is also the maknae in GOT7. Um, coming back to BTS, though, obviously, I think one of the another reason why I think I became an ARMY was that their marketing strategy and online content creation strategy is genius. Mm. Um, and so how do you think they kind of used Run BTS to create, or was this the foundation of their geniusness? Yeah, I mean, I think you and I have talked about this before offline, but like to become an influencer, one of the easiest ways to do it is to be an early adopter of a successful social media. Like so many YouTube influencers or Instagram influencers are just people who started um, using the platform really early on and did so in a consistent way. So I think that BTS were really smart about this. They probably saw the opportunity that VLive presented and they had prepared this idea, this Run BTS variety show idea, to be able to introduce um, consistent content on this new platform. And I mean, as you've said, Polly, there have been over 140 episodes since 2015. So they have pretty consistently produced Run BTS content on VLive since 2015. 
and that is probably part of their success. Of course, it's not all of their success, but they are far and away the most subscribed to channel on VLive. They currently have over 27 million subscribers on VLive, and the second most subscribed channel, obviously Blackpink, um, has 12 million subscribers. So BTS has more than double the number of subscribers on VLive. And I think coming back to your point around consistency, I mean, at this point, they've achieved and proven time and time again that they're kind of global superstars now. And I think what's kind of unique and refreshing, obviously, they still need to kind of maintain communication with their fans, but you wouldn't think that they would do as much V Live given like their meteoric success. Yeah. Because, I mean, to be fair, whenever they do watch V Lives, which is always in Korean, which you know, I still watch. It's got like millions of viewers watching it at the same time, like every time. Yeah. And I think to the point where, you know, comment, like reading comments is quite tricky because it just moves so quickly. Yeah. Because so many people comment at the same time. So many people send hearts. And I think there's something about like, and I think we'll probably talk about this as we watch more Run BTS episodes, like, they've been called humble kings a lot and mm. they've also been you know they themselves say you know we're not just that different from when we debuted and saying no more dream i think there is something about them maintaining that consistency and engagement through the v live app which in theory you could argue at this level of success they don't have to yeah i mean there was so we will maybe talk about this when we get to the more recent episodes in our rewatch. But recently there was a bit of a kerfuffle on Twitter. And I think it was people who were probably new to BTS um, were just discovering Run BTS. And there was this episode that came out a few months ago that is probably something that has brought me the most joy in like my entire life. Um, <laughs> but it was just like, it was that 7-7 seven, seven game where they were doing, like, the stupidest challenges, like, running around yes. their office, like, trying to knock over empty plastic water bottles. Like, it was – they were doing silly things. And I think a couple people on Twitter were like, these guys are nominated for Grammy Awards. Like, why are they doing this? This doesn't – like, this just makes them look silly. And obviously, I think if you were new to BTS or you saw this, you might – have that same reaction but I think the truth is that as you say Polly like the consistency in delivering this content how genuine it feels um, how normal it feels it's just like guys running around their literal office building um, is is part of what makes them successful and is part of what makes them special yeah I think they're I think it's incredible how they're kind of down to earthness and them showing their kind of true self um, on TV, which is actually really hard to do to not come across fake, especially if you've been doing 140 episodes. Like, how do you maintain that? And I think that is actually for people who were like, why are they doing that? They're Grammy nominated. It's like, that is the appeal. Like, yeah. that is why they have millions of, or sorry, possibly close to billions of fans yeah. <laughs> uh, across the world is that, um, they have that. And I think VLive definitely helped with that. Cause I think coming back to my point earlier and your point earlier, like most content generally, even on YouTube in the early kind of BTS days was all in Korean. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't speak Korean, then it's a bit hard to engage with the content. And I th- I know VLive um, does do subtitles, doesn't it? Is this yeah. app, what kind of, do you know who uses this app? Yeah, so I think right off the bat, this app, the intention behind this app was to help Korean artists reach their international fan bases. Um, And for that reason, it was particularly targeted towards fans in Japan, China, Taiwan, Thailand, and Vietnam. Um, So there were no region restrictions placed on the app. Anyone from anywhere around the world could download the app, and it enabled a variety of language options. And I think... Um, some entertainment agencies seem to be faster and better at enabling more subtitle options, but at least for on the big hit side, so HYBE, sorry, I keep forgetting, they've changed their name, BTS's agency seems to be very good at quickly getting subtitles up. Cool. So I guess on VLive, it's got so many, so many artists on there now and obviously there's as you say there's actual v lives where they're just live um and they make appearances and they interact with people like they do like you can on um instagram live and facebook live and stuff like that yeah um so i think you've done some like reading around live streaming yeah and how that works um yeah Tell us a bit more about that. Sure, I'd love to. Um, Okay, so that live streaming aspect, I think that is um, the one you've been talking about, Polly, when you've got like millions of viewers at the same time and people are sending chats and hearts and, and it feels like you're having a conversation with a celebrity as they're live streaming. Um, So obviously that's a really direct, uh, immediate personal connection that people are able to have. Um, And then there's also this pre-recorded content like from BTS that we're going to be watching. So there are these different types of content available on VLive. And a study was published last year in 2020, and this study was called Factors Affecting the Popularity of Video Content on Live Streaming Services focusing on VLive, the South Korean live streaming service. And this study was published by Ham Minjong and Lee Sangwoo. And um, I, I don't know, I thought this study was really interesting. I think it's really interesting that there's like legit academic style research going on around VLive and popularity and K-pop. Essentially, this study reviewed popular creators on VLive and the different types of content they were producing, and they tried to control for various factors like album sales and popularity and um, timing of album releases. So they defined three key variables as indicators of popularity on VLive, number of hearts, comments, and views. Um, Of the 620 videos they reviewed, the most common video types were freestyle broadcasting, this was a third, 34%, music choreography at 22%, and series edited video content like Run BTS was 18% of the videos they reviewed. They had three key findings, I would say. The most obvious finding was that the more popular group was, the higher their popularity in terms of hearts, comments, and views on VLive. Another finding was that previewed content, so this is content like 
um, tomorrow we'll have a video on this. Previewed content got less comments and hearts, but more views. And they suggested that feeling of spontaneity increased comments and hearts from viewers. So previewed content felt less spontaneous. And overall, viewers appeared to prefer live streaming rather than other types of content. And again, the authors theorized that this live streaming format format allows viewers to communicate with their favorite streamers in a natural way. And this spontaneous two-way interaction generates popularity in the form of hearts and comments. So they don't really explore the implications of their findings, but I still think they're interesting and would be important if you were managing a K-pop group in deciding what kind of content to create on VLive. And popularity on VLive is important because the popularity on VLive is reflected in the popularity on Naver, and Naver search rankings are very closely followed in Korea. And I also think the rich get richer effect they've highlighted is very interesting. So the more popular a group grows, the more popular its video content on VLive becomes. And this is key for that literally rich get richer effect because VLive is reaching a really key demographic. Um, the study says that the audience on VLive is 80% overseas viewers and 80% young people aged 15 to 24. So we know this is a really key demographic for marketing. Um, and again, they don't really get into the implications of their findings, but their findings are interesting. That's really interesting. As Katie has mentioned, I think comparing, you know, even views on live streams or views of, as you say, pre-recorded content on VLive, it's a stark difference. Like, you know, when it's a BTS content because it's got millions and millions of views and it continues to grow because obviously as the recorded video or VLive is posted, more people watch it. However, I do I did notice in the latest VLive from BTS uh, after their butter release, that Jin was fervently pressing the heart button um, <laughs> while he was live streaming. So liking his own content. I mean, you'll as we go on with Ron BTS, it is very on brand for Jin. Um, he is a sneaky one. So I think not, obviously I'm not saying that, you know, all bands go on and kind of fudge the numbers or anything, but there might be some of that too. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I think if you look at the, what the study found was like, yeah, the more popular you are, the more hearts you get, the more hearts you get, the more popular you are. So it is kind of this cycle that you have to get into somehow. And I think with the hearts, I didn't really realize it, but like the hearts thing was very big for people. Mm. Like to get a certain number of hearts, obviously you get a notification on the V Live. So if you're live streaming, you get a hundred thousand hearts, for example, you get a notice saying you've reached a hundred thousand hearts. Yes. And I guess if you were a really huge fan, you can just click on the heart thing the entire time. Yeah. Like I there's mean, no limit to how much hearts one person can put put, put out. Exactly. So that 100,000 hearts could be from one person. Exactly. And the number of hearts that a uh, artist gets affects their ranking on the VLive platform. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that is also part of the reason why Jin is giving himself hearts. <laughs> I see. It all makes sense now. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that we fully covered VLive and what that is all about, um, from here on out, 
We are going to start watching Run BTS episodes. Let's get it. Join the Run BTS watch party. Next week, we're watching episode one. Tweet or DM us your thoughts at podbangtan and we might include them in the next podcast.